Hello everyone, my name is Eric McCray. I'm your recovery coach and this is Victorious for Life podcast. The name of this episode is called Backsliding. Again, it's called Backsliding. So let me get right straight to it. What is the basic definition of the word backsliding? Well, it's pretty much when an individual relapse and they revert back to negative behavior. So again, the basic definition of the word backsliding is when a person tends to relapse and they tend to revert back to negative behavior or some people will call it the old way of thinking or the old ways, old negative ways. But anyway, I'm going to pretty much talk about backsliding because there's a lot of people that can identify with backsliding. What causes a person to backslide? So I want to talk about what causes a person to backslide, then I'm going to actually talk about the symptoms or the the behavior signs of backsliding. So let's get to what causes a person to backslide. When I backslid in the church multiple times, one of the things or the series of events that took place for me, it had a lot to do with disappointment. Disappointment, I had expectations At least I thought they were realistic expectations. There was times where I prayed to Jesus and asked Jesus to open up doors for me to meet a godly woman. And obviously that didn't happen at that time. There were times even after that where I was actually dating and I thought that the relationship was genuine. I thought that the relationship was going somewhere. And me and the woman, we used to pray almost every night on the phone. And I prayed and I asked Jesus to give her to me, meaning that allow me to be her husband and for her to be my wife, I prayed. You know, I, 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 of course I read scripture, you know, a particular scripture that says that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will grant you the desires of your heart and I may not be quoting it right however I'm just paraphrasing the scripture I took that scripture very serious and of course a lot of people would um, come you know piggyback off that particular scripture and say well it has to be God's will so anyway the point is that when the, the relationship went sour between myself and this woman it was a hard pill to swallow. I became very discouraged. It had got to a point where certain prayers I no longer pray to Jesus about. Some certain prayers I would pray to Jesus about because I was more confident that Jesus heard those particular prayers, not necessarily just heard certain prayers, but Jesus seem to answer those prayers versus other prayers that I would pray about and I can't say that Jesus didn't hear the prayers but sometimes I will wonder did Jesus hear the prayers because of the simple fact that um of the simple fact that um sometimes I didn't feel God's presence when I actually had the prayer requests and maybe that, you know, that was because of where my head was at or where my heart was at. 
and then a lot of times those particular prayers they can answer again for example when I prayed and asked the Lord Jesus to allow me to be with this particular woman it didn't work out so obviously it wasn't God's will and when a person genuinely wants something and they pray about it and they really want it and when they pray about it to Jesus Christ or at least me I just keep the focus on myself it really was a, a major letdown a major disappointment because I knew that's something that I wanted and I would say lately it has pretty much been that way a a lot of major disappointments, a lot of things that has been going on, certain things I'm willing to be transparent about on the podcast. And there are certain things I'd rather just not mention it, you know. But for me, far as backsliding, when my needs or desires are not being met, it really puts me in a bad headspace. Sometimes I'm able to be resilient and to bounce back. And that really has been happening lately. Well, for the last six months, I really have been doing a pretty good job of that. I would say lately has really been more of a challenge for me to be resilient. I don't believe that 100% I will lose the ability or the desire to be resilient. I would just say that it's just a bump in the road. Sometimes, as Christians, sometimes we have those bump in the roads, you know. I mean, the church is, um, our church is, is fasting. And I haven't been successful when it comes to fasting at all. I made attempt, at least the, the uh, when the, when the fast was originally called, I believe last week, if not last week, the week or the week before last, I made the effort it was short-lived, and I'm not proud of it. You know, um, I shut down from prayer. A lot of negative things took place in my life, and I believe that I play some um, level, or at least contribute to a certain extent. And then there are certain things happen, obviously out of my control. But I would say these signs of backsliding is most likely going to be withdrawal. People tend to withdraw. People tend to lose excitement for being involved in church activities or being around church people. People lose the uh, lose tend to lose healthy fear where a lot of people once had healthy fear that they don't want to sin against Jesus Christ that tends to go out the window. I know remaining this way in this spiritual condition or just remaining this way overall for this mentality is dangerous. And I was told that Jesus is married to the backsliders. I honestly believe that with me, what would uh, contribute to me being in this state is just relatives. People that know your past and people, no matter how much I make the effort to change. Some people chooses to look at you as the person that you were, the old negative person. 
honestly believe that's what makes recovery so difficult. I've tried so hard to make changes in my life and I've actually made those changes. And no matter what I do or what I say, some relatives just look at me at the ne at, at the negative person that I am. And a lot of people say, don't worry about what people think, but that's easy said than done. That's easy said than done. I need a, another solution because that doesn't always work. It doesn't always, it doesn't. People that are close to you, people that are connected to you, or people that you're, are relatives, when they bring up things about you that always hurt, it's not easy for me sometimes to just overlook it. Especially when you want that particular relative to be proud of you. It's difficult for me to not you know, for me to go to church and not have resentment in my heart towards that particular relative. It's hard. I've been questioning myself, wondering why, why my pastor has yet to allow me to be one of her leaders in the church. And I never ask. I never ask. I just, uh, I just figured that I wasn't ready. I told her that I'm more than just a drummer. I'm more than just a drummer. But one thing I do know is that I'm a leader regardless of what. I don't necessarily need a title to solidify me as a leader. That's something nobody can't take away from me. I am a leader. I was born a leader. The only thing that I don't have is a leadership position, which I believe I would like to have a leadership position. But obviously it's a barrier, something that's preventing that from happening. The only thing that I can think of is the um, the struggles that I tend to face or the struggles that I tend to go through, you know, as far as my life fluctuating. So there's moments where I'm on a good path and there's moments where it's a struggle. Sometimes the struggles can be avoided. Sometimes I make things worse than what they are. Take, you know, sometimes I take uh, simple situations and make it difficult because I'm overthinking it or I'm filled with negative emotions. So that's something I commit to myself. Back, you know, backsliding obviously is a dangerous place for a person to be at. And the reason why I decided to create this episode on Victorious for Life podcast, one is to cry for help for myself. And I believe that it could be a cry for help for somebody else who listens and that can relate, identify. Sometimes when people backslide and the whole church is aware, or it appears that the whole church is aware, a lot of times people look at you like you have a scarlet letter. And being in a backslidden state can affect your reputation at the church. A lot of times people, when you need people to demonstrate that they're righteous, a lot of times people, they tend to fail because people judge you. You know, it's, it's one thing to read the scriptures. It's another thing to apply the scriptures to your life. A lot of people do not successfully apply the scriptures to, to their lives, including backsliders. But one thing that backsliders need is support from the church. For example, look at the prodigal son. 
classic story about a backslider, a son who left his father's house and he requested for his father to give him the financial money that he felt that he inherited, inherited or the money that he felt that he deserved. So he took a large sum of money and went to another country. In so many words, he mismanaged his money and he became broke as a joke. He became homeless to the point where he was sleeping, eating with the pigs. But he decided to utilize common sense and realize that the servants, which they they are at a low level for his position, or not necessarily position, just the servants, they live pretty good, pretty well in his father's house. So he was open to to come back and pretty much be demoted. He was going to accept being demoted and be a servant in his father's house, where he can live better than the actual condition that he was living for his eating with the pigs, most likely sleeping with him. So, of course, he came back. His father saw him from a distance, and his father arranged for a party, and his father welcomed him with open arms. So, I mean, it's more to the story than that, but I just wanted to stop there because a lot of people don't grant folks that, that similar kind of courtesy. Backsliding is... Um, could be lonely they can be frustrating and the scary thing is if you stay out there if a person remains in a backslidden state for a long period of time sometimes it's difficult for them to get out that state because sometimes it's not just one particular stronghold that tends to capture that person sometimes it's multiple different strongholds a lot of times people just get to a point where they don't care because not only recovery is complicated but a lot of times people they tend to promote relapse and not necessarily relapse on drugs relapse of course that word relapse and recovery is always associated with a 12-step program but when you look at the definition of the word relapse you're not going to see smoke and crack or Relapsing from a drug. Relapse just means to go backwards. It means to revert back into old negative way of thinking. And backsliding, relapse is very similar. Pretty much have the same definition. It's when you revert back into old negative behavior. And I say old, old meaning any type of negative behavior that a person had prior to giving their lives to Jesus Christ. Am I currently in a backslidden state? I believe so. I believe so. If I said that I wasn't, then obviously I wouldn't be honest with myself. But I'm hoping that, hoping by me creating this episode on Victorious for Life podcast that this could be a step in to help me or at least a, a step in the right direction to help me to start the process of recovery. In order for a person to, to recover, it's obviously that you have, to, you have to identify what the problem is. One of the issues that I currently face is the concept of marriage before sex. And I had conversations with a lot of people about this. 
I have a, I'm more motivated to not steal, to not kill, than to wait to get married to have sex. And of course, I have my reasons why in my heart I tend to be rebellious towards this particular rule that Jesus created. And one of my biggest pet peeves or fear is that I end up waiting. I, I get married with a woman or to a woman. And I'm afraid that we don't have no sexual chemistry and I'm stuck with her legally, stuck with this woman. And sex, obviously, is not everything. However, let's face it, for me, sex is very important. And sex or chemistry is very important. And again, I'm not saying that's all I want from a woman is sex. But let's be clear, the top, if, if not the top three, the top five things that, that's important to me in a relationship, in, in a potential marriage, sex is, is high on the list. It was up there. I understand that's no excuse for me to want to commit fornication or commit adultery. That's no excuse. Only thing I'm doing is just being honest and stating what's going on. Because a lot of people don't want to be honest. And one of the, you know, one of the quickest ways for a person to recover, or at least to start the process of recovery, is to admit that you have a problem. So this is what I'm doing. Again, I'm just being honest with myself. Sometimes I believe that some people, they want to go to the prayer line and pray, or at least to the altar, and have somebody pray for them. And then a lot of times, some people don't want to go to the altar because they know that there are certain people that's watching that they will be more judgmental. They will judge them instead of rejoice. I know that's not no excuse to reject accepting an altar call invitation. However, I do understand the emotions when the person, you know, I mean, because that's something, excuse me, that I tend to go through. You know, I have a relative that she comes to church with me. She's very judgmental, very judgmental. Sometimes I'd rather wait till she's not at church for me just to feel free to, to go to the altar. I know this is uh, a touchy episode, but all my episodes are touchy. They're built to be touchy. They're built to be deep. They're built to be transparent, to give people something to think about. Will I do a sequel on backsliding? I don't know. All I know is that backsliding is real, that a lot of people go through it. What makes a backslider more obvious is when they completely stop going to church versus a person who have perfect who have perfect excuse me who have perfect church attendance. But a lot of them they backslide too. And they have perfect church attendance. I'm just giving people something to think about. As always, feel free to leave your verbal comments, not text messages. Verbal comments on each and every episode of Victorious for Life podcast. On that note, my name is Eric McRae. Thank you again for once, once again, listening to Victorious for Life podcast.